0: Welcome to 15 minutes of mental toughness with your host Dr. Rob Bell. Dr. Rob interviews expert coaches, executives and athletes about mental toughness and their hinge moments. The hinge, it connects who we are with who we become, and it only takes one. And now for your host, Dr. Rob it's it's disproving the doctors it's disproving uh the kids i i went to school with for me it's it's most importantly disproving the little voice in my head that said i couldn't or that i was afraid to put that um on that bucket list fearing that i might not be able to succeed and so constantly looking for ways um to challenge myself physically challenge myself mentally uh i I think keeps me sharper um it, it really allows me to develop uh, character and meet great people obviously yourself included um, that you never know where life's journeys are going to take you if you had not been
1: willing to to tough out certain things this podcast 15 minutes of mental toughness is brought to you by our sponsor sos rehydrate it's an organic drink mix as effective as an iv drip it's proven by science and used by elite athletes because only the best will do for elite athletic performance. So, for all your hydration needs, our listeners today get 15% off if you enter the code Mental Toughness at INEEDSOS.com. This episode is brought to you by Some Sleep. Go to GetSome.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. We all deserve a better night's sleep. You drink one can 30 minutes before bed, and it's that simple. This awesome blend lets you not only fall asleep fast, but then wake up feeling absolutely refreshed, not hungover or foggy. You're going to absolutely love this product. And In fact, if you go to GetSome.com and enter in the promo code... Dr. Rob Bell, D-R-R-O-B-B-E-L-L, you get 10% off. Guarantee you're going to love this product. Go there right away. So our guest today on 15 Minutes of Mental Toughness, uh, I actually just met, and here's the reason why, is let me introduce him first, okay? So this is uh, Greg Cinch. Greg is a a graduate of Bates College. Uh, He's a UBS investment banker, works in equity sales and trading. Uh, he's done two marathons, and the beauty about this is we just met while we were both finishing our first Ironman. So probably with about four miles to go, and that's the beauty about the Ironman is you have no idea the these individuals that you're going to meet. And seeing Greg complete this uh, was inspiring to me, and uh, so I'm so glad to uh, to have him on here. And uh, Greg, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thank you so much for having me on. So Greg, I always start out by asking people what is mental toughness, but I'm gonna switch the script a little bit, okay? Why don't you tell us your story and this hinge moment about life? Sure.
0: Um, So shortly before my fifth birthday, uh, I uh, actually suffered a a stroke which left me partially paralyzed on my right side. Um, The doctors had various theories as to why and how it happened. Um, but a lot of them thought that I would never live kind of a, a normal life, uh, normal childhood, and, and some questioned whether I would ever be able to drive, uh, play any sort of sports. Um, so that was that was my hinge moment, and obviously I didn't know what a hinge moment was, and I didn't know what it would uh, what it would bring about for me. Um, you know, I struggled um, with what would be now be considered bullying. Um, you know, through middle school, uh, somewhat into high school. Um, but that kind of, you know, made me a little bit tougher uh, because of it, and uh, just before my 30th birthday, I decided I-, I wanted to try to push myself. Having done years of physical therapy, I was able to get myself to a, a relatively you know normal state with respect to walking and sports. And just before my 30th birthday, I decided that uh, I wanted to run my first marathon. Um, and so I, I began the long and daunting training process for that, Mm -hmm. um, finished my, my first marathon up in Maine and kind of fell in love with the idea of, of endurance sports and really being able to push myself, um, you know, throughout that entire
1: process. So, I mean, tell us what this was like. So, I mean, you're, you're a five-year-old kid. You have a stroke, the left side, the whole left side of your body then, yeah, it was actually,
0: the, it was the right side. Oh, yeah. sorry,
1: right so, side, man, sorry.
0: No, no worries. Um, effectively, the entire right side of my body um, was, was stiff. Um, think about like your worst kind of cramps and how your whole body stiffens up. And uh, it, it was very difficult to um, walk. I would often trip while I was walking. Uh, my right arm would, would go up in the air uh, fairly frequently. Um, so having to learn kind of the muscle discipline, Um, you know, and and trying to convince a a five year old, a seven year old, a 10 year old that physical therapy is what they should be doing in their spare time was certainly no easy feat for, uh, for my parents.
1: And so, I mean, I can't, again, I have no idea what that was like, right? I mean, a normal childhood for me was obviously playing. I mean, what, what was that like then growing up and having to overcome this, um, you know, this major obstacle? So, um, you know, in retrospect, I'm, I'm very
0: thankful for the perspective it gave me um, but certainly at the time it was it was not easy and it was certainly a challenge. I'll say, um, you know, you, you learn certain coping mechanisms and I definitely am, am tougher mentally and probably physically because of it because you learn that, um, you know, you need to be able to dig deep to prove people wrong and sometimes that can be the motivation um, to really kind of change your course in, in life. And I, I had been able to do, you know, a, a tough mutter, Um, but I really wanted to push myself for something that I thought was, was more, uh, impressive if you will. Um, and that was why I decided to try to push that mental feat um, and the physical side of, of, you know, my first marathon. And then it just kind of built from there.
1: So like on that, on that theme of mental toughness and proving people wrong one of the things that I've always seen is the most successful people every single one of them had that you know it, it either propelled them or it left them kinda of where they were But obviously these successful people it propelled them talk about that drive what was that and how did that play out then you know early on like in your life
0: so early on in my life um, you know I, I actually ended up um, suffering from a, a bit of depression and um, had, had really struggled with, with that mental toughness side and a lot of the you know, difficulties and emotions of, of having suffered a stroke, why me? Um, you know, how could this happen? It shouldn't have been me. And kind of that self-doubt started to creep in. And I was fortunate enough um, in, in college to actually uh, seek out professional help. I, I was able to see a tremendous psychologist for, for three and a half years And change that mental perspective on things from a a victim mentality into um, you know more of a a triumphing mentality and so the evolution for me um, you know struggling with with that through high school you know finding that change um, through college and then coming out of college a a much more um, adaptable person um, really allowed me to then find the discipline um, which to me is is the cornerstone of mental toughness. Nice.
1: So you started, I mean, so obviously I mean that was a struggle for you through middle school, high school and then it just led to depression and then being able to work yourself out of that was in college?
0: That's right. So, um, you know, I, I I didn't really understand the, the concept or idea of, of depression and mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate to have been able to do it myself and I think there's a lot you know, better resources nowadays than even 10, 15 years ago. Um, but yeah, the, the struggle of having to look myself in the mirror and say, no, this, I, I don't want to be uh, a down, um, bummed person for the rest of my life, or, or heaven forbid, something worse. Um, I want to make a change. I want to be happy. I deserve to be happy. And so really, um, working through that over a, a couple of years in college uh, and coming out stronger on the other side um, was kind of that another incremental step along my uh, along my path of, of becoming a much more mental, tough person and learning how to be um, disciplined that, that sometimes you might have to sacrifice what you want right now uh, for what you want in, in the long run.
1: Yeah, boy, that's always a good quote, isn't it? So in in terms of like discipline, I mean, you end up, you, you do a couple of marathons and then you do one of the ultimate races and that's where we met was on the Ironman Um, Talk about what was the what was the motivation behind that? So
0: um, I I was fortunate enough to finish my first marathon up in uh, up in Maine and then my company actually Co-sponsored one in Kenya and uh, that was that was one of the toughest things that I had ever uh, gone through Um, the heat the the elevation the, the challenge of that was it was such a cool experience um, but it proved to me being out there basically in the middle of kind of a desert, mm-hmm. alone mid 80s, that it's so much more of a mental game than it is a physical game. You know, I had trained, um, you know, for, for overtrained almost uh, coming into that, and it, it didn't matter. You know, your body starts to shut down and you just have to push through, and you find that mental side that says, no, I'm not going to quit right now. And having finished that uh, about a year ago, I started to think to myself, you know, I might have the toughness to, uh, to take on an Ironman. And I had started to make a bucket list of things I wanted to accomplish in my life. And I, uh, I'm not proud to say that I didn't put Ironman on that because I wasn't sure if I was going to be tough enough physically, but more important mentally, to be able to grind out, um, you know, 260 hours of, of training almost 14 hours on the course, I, I, I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to be strong enough. And so pushing myself to commit to it was the first step. And then the whole journey along the, the training from there.
1: So, and, and for people that don't understand, I mean, again, this is a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike. And then we got to run a marathon afterwards. You, you do the marathon in Kenya, that proves something to yourself that you are tough enough you write out this bucket list, but you don't quite have it on there. And then, but you end up signing up for it. Tell us then, like through all this training, because we, you know, you talk about discipline and I totally agree with you. It is the cornerstone of mental toughness. What did you learn about, you know, yourself and your situation, just even through the training? Um, I
0: will say a a ton um, in the sense that, you know, there would be a morning where uh, I would wake up and I, and I had to do 80 or 90 mile bike ride and the weather was 50-50 uh, chance of, of rain and, and thunder. And I could have stayed in, either I could have you know, taken a pass or I could have you know, gotten on the trainer inside and I said, you know what? It might be raining, it might be pouring, it might be cold, it might be nasty when I have to do this for real. So you know what? Get out there and do it. And the first you know hour of the five hours was, was beautiful weather. And then the next four, downpour. And, uh, and I think I got home and my wife was like, are you insane? And I had the biggest smile on my face because I had pushed myself out of my comfort zone. You know, it's pouring rain, you're going up and down hills and you're just like, you know what, this is, this is fun in, in kind of a weird or, or different way. Because you are proving with every you know, stride that you take on the run or every you know, bike pedal, that you're tougher than what the mind is saying, no, nah, stop, I, I don't want to do this.
1: What do you think it is about that, man? Because, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that is fun. You know, I think being able to push yourself beyond what you're capable of is fun. What, I mean, I guess my question is this, right? Is what about that do you really tap into about yourself when it comes to that training and it comes to being able to push yourself beyond your comfort zone?
0: Um. For me, it's, it's disproving the doctors, it's disproving uh, the kids I, I went to school with. For me, it's, it's most importantly disproving the little voice in my head that said I couldn't or that I was afraid to put that um, on that bucket list, fearing that I might not be able to succeed. And so constantly looking for ways um, to challenge myself physically, challenge myself mentally, uh, I, I think keeps me sharper. Um, it, it really allows me to develop uh, character and meet great people, obviously yourself included, um, that you never know where life's journeys are going to take you if you hadn't been willing to, to tough out certain things.
1: And, you know, again, so we met on the run last probably four miles, I think. Yep. Um, so for the listeners that are listening here again, what is it like running, just in general for you? And, and how is that different from just 100% able-bodied? And I'm not saying you're not able-bodied, of course, yep. man. I mean, you, you kick butt, but, <laughs> but you know, since they don't necessarily have like that visual, what, what is it like just generally running for you?
0: So um, my right leg's about uh, almost an eighth of an inch shorter uh, than my left leg. Uh, my foot's about a, a size and a half smaller and uh, my ankle is, is pretty weak, so I tend to tape up my ankle pretty solidly, um, put in some you know, store-bought insoles, to try to account for uh, the, the difference in height, and um, I definitely favor my, my left side. Mm-hmm. You know, It was, it was amazing when, when you and I started chatting, right? You, you never know whether, on the run, um, you never know whether it's gonna be a passing conversation, or, or like for the two of us, we talked for almost a half an hour, I think. we. Pretty much, you know, within the last mile, only uh, only split up, and that was because I sent you off because I, I couldn't keep your pace. Um, but you know, we, we started talking almost superficially, but then you asked me, you know, so so what's up with with your right leg or with your right ankle? And I felt comfortable, you know, confiding in you and, and talking about it, um, just because it, it's what I do. I'm I'm very comfortable with who I am, but. Uh, but definitely some of the stiffness in my right arm makes me a little bit off balance. Uh, I almost actually tripped coming across the finish line. Um, but with every step, you know, it's it's a little bit inspiring. With every step, it's a little bit defeating because it, it does hurt that much more, uh, especially at those long distances. Right. Uh, um, but, I, you know, I just think back to um, friends that, that are in much worse shape than I am, um, you know, due to, due to no fact of their own, Um, that would love to have a a bad race, you know, or or would love to actually be able to walk again. Um, And those are the type of things that, yeah, it it was a setback, Um, but it's no means, you know, going to hold me back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Perspective is definitely huge, man. So for the listeners, you know, when we joined up, um, you know, Greg was actually my inspiration because again, I had uh, struggled from mile 13 on and thrown up at mile 16 and just had no energy and didn't want to eat and just trying to like labor through being able to run and walk. And when I saw you, um, something just said, just, you know, run with him. And uh, it was talking with you, man, that I got my second win. I mean, you gave me my second win. And, um, you know, so I mean, that was just much appreciated. And I, it really, like, when I think back on the race, I do think about I don't remember exactly all that we talked about, but I just remember uh, running with you was was one of the best parts about the race, man.
0: Well, I, I really you know you ended up inspiring me because my, my pace was starting to drop off. and um, sometimes it's it's just finding that little inspiration, as you say, uh, that makes that whole difference, right? You, you re-up that mental energy, you re-up that physical energy and you just say, you know what? these people are out here with me, they're, they're struggling with me, they're looking for that same goal that, that I am. Mm-hmm. And that just can be so inspiring um, that, you know, you, you push me as much as as much as you say I pushed you. And, and that's the camaraderie that, you know, people say it's an individual sport, but the, the teamwork, the way I watched you inspire people, even as we ran together, you were helping people, uh, getting people fired up. It, it does such a, a team mentality for an individual sport um that's, that's really attractive there
1: yeah one of my goals again heading into every race is just uh who can i help um but yeah you ended up helping me brother talk about talk about what the finish was like for you and that and that feeling and um what that was yeah.
0: um you know once I had a, a mile left, you know, I, I really realized I was, I was actually gonna finish. And so the whole uh, flood of emotions comes across you and, and you're tired, you're, you're beat up, you're excited, you're amped. And uh, and one of the things I had read, you know, about the Ironman b- before was, take that finish shoot slow, right? Just, just enjoy every moment of it. And hearing just the fans cheering, um, getting to see my family there, uh, taking pictures and and cheering me across that finish line and and being able to finish um, knowing that I had accomplished something that eight months ago before I even started training was was inconceivable to me um, was such an inspiring moment. Um, but more importantly I, I I wanted to be able to do it because i I want to prove that nothing is impossible right the the Iron Man saying right anything is possible. Mm-hmm. It can sound a bit tradey it can sound a bit you know overused, but I really believe it, and so I look forward to additional challenges, whether it 's other ironman's or taking on an ultra potentially it 's just the ways you can find to inspire yourself and hopefully help or inspire others along the way it is such a cool experience
1: yeah you know when I think back on mine people would ask me that same question, hey, what was the finish like for you? And it was, it was great. Um, But it was so cool because everyone, we did Ironman Maryland, those that don't know, and uh, that whole town was out, man. So it was like going through some of those sections, I mean, you had, you were just motivated because of the amount sheer people that were there. When, and so when people asked like, well, what was the finish like? Or, you know, what do you think about it? It was wonderful, but what is it that you think about now when you think about, you know the training and the race. What really sticks out to you, man?
0: Um, to me, it was it was the community that supported me throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my my amazing wife who who supported me through you know eight o'clock bedtimes almost almost all the time and trying to get as much sleep as possible. The team I work with um, that was willing to cover me cover for me and, and help out um, you know so that I could get long swims in in the morning throughout. Uh, my family for making the journey down. It, the, it, it's so inspiring um, to have a, a support network, a community, right? Yeah. And then to your exact point, you come into Maryland and you don't know any of these people and they are cheering for you for hours on end. They are so excited to see people accomplish um, you know, these tasks and these um, amazing feats right? And maybe some of them get inspired. Maybe it's a, a, a fun run, a, a 5k, but the ability to have such an amazing support network just was such a constant reminder of why I was doing it and how I was going to make it across during those difficult moments.
1: Yeah, indeed, man. Would, that's exactly what I think about too, man. I think about the relationships that we built along the training and, and that support network. Hence, no one gets there alone, man. Um, so the listener that is struggling right now with, with whatever it is, either mental or physical or their, their self beliefs, or they have that negative voice that's in their head. What advice can you give them and what, what's the take home message?
0: Um, it, it, it really starts with a first step and that can be as small as literally a first step. I mean, going into college, I could not run a mile. Like I could not run a consistent mile and, and I was able to put together a decent string there. Um, making that phone call to ask for help, whether it's your family, your friends, a, a professional, it only takes that one small deciding moment to, to make that small change. And as long as you continue to build on that positivity, there definitely might be setbacks. There's always going to be setbacks and challenges, but as long as you keep pushing forward you know, step by step. The steps become easier. The steps become miles. They become marathons. They become whatever it is that you want to achieve, and that to me is is really the most fortunate thing for me that I was I was willing and capable of taking that first step.
1: It's awesome, brother. Um, well, yeah, man, I do appreciate you. I know this uh, is probably just the beginning of our relationship together. Hey, there's actually an Ironman in Vermont um you could kind of do like a team man i might i might reach out to you see if we'll do that one together i would
0: i would love love to and be honored we'll uh we'll certainly speak on that uh, in the very near future and, and truly it was my pleasure thank you so much for for having me on and and you know especially running those last couple miles with me
1: for sure brother thank you man
0: thank you sir have a good one Thank you for listening to the Mental Toughness Podcast. If you like what you
1: heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can also check us out on Twitter at Dr. Rob Bell or visit.